Today on Locked On Anaheim Ducks, we're going to open up the mailbag one more time before saying goodbye for now. On today's Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. How's it going, everyone? It is Tuesday, and this is it. We'll talk more about a goodbye for now later on. But in the meantime, I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez, covering hockey for well over a decade. A reminder, you could hear this podcast wherever podcasts can be heard. And you could hear this show via Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever podcasts can be heard. And please, if you haven't heard any of the previous podcasts, please do so now because we're not going to have any new shows in the next few days. Could be longer. We'll wait and see on that. Also, make sure to follow me on Twitter at StimpyJD or follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks. And I have mentioned this yesterday, so I'll mention it again. Uh, my buddy DC Lundberg, he is no longer the host of Locked on Mariners. He had his own goodbye last week, except for him, it was a permanent goodbye from Locked on Mariners as he has left the show for personal reasons. And so for those of you that have come over from Locked on Mariners, I welcome you with open arms. Maybe you want to get into hockey. Well, this is kind of a place for you. We do have a Locked on Kraken podcast also, so make sure to check that out on Twitter as well. And I have promised a video. Yes, it's coming. I'll have to dig that up through the week and just put that on my personal Twitter or the show's Twitter or both. I haven't decided yet. Maybe I'll do one angle from one. I I don't know, but there will be video coming. As you may have also seen, it is baseball season, so there will be more baseball posts from my personal Twitter. But in the meantime, uh, we're going to open up the mailbag, and this is going to be kind of a cross-promotion with the Locked on Mariners podcast because uh, the person that sent in the letter has sent in to this podcast before when I opened up the mailbag, and this is from Louis Olenek. Now, Louis Olenek has been a great fan for quite a while a great fan of the locked on podcast network and he had a pretty awesome email earlier this season about some of the hockey rules and all that again you know it there's sports fans down in Guanajuato Mexico which is really awesome and I'm going to paraphrase this a little bit because I just want to borrow this because it is just a fun one to read so I'm going to paraphrase this as best I can to relate to hockey so Lewis if you're listening I hope you don't mind but I'm going to reuse your letter for my own show here and this is question one of two so this one i'm going to try to put it in my own style i guess uh he did ask about acceptable forms of in-game celebration if you thought the future of the game depended on it you know as an avid follower of many sports over three and a half decades of life I feel modern-day baseball fails to captivate the younger generations of both players and viewers in large part because of the unwritten rules tied to it. And to paraphrase this, baseball doesn't captivate, whereas hockey does captivate it, you know, without the unwritten rules. And he hopes to never lose the nostalgia reference and history and intellect that baseball enjoys in a way that other major North American sports never could. So there is a scrutiny over what is and isn't politically correct within the game. And to paraphrase this even more, what about the excessive celebration that we're seeing now in hockey? Hmm. 
I did I did love this part of the email. This is how I could tell that Lewis has listened to my podcast in the past, where he says that there's scrutiny over what is and isn't politically correct and within the game and some professional sports in the landscape move increasingly toward a quote, let the kids play unquote approach to celebration. Oh, I had to laugh at that. He actually put air quotes over, let the kids play. That's awesome. That, that's, that just warms my heart so much. So DC, if you're listening, the reason that it's funny for me that he put air quotes over, let the kids play was because that's something that I said maybe 255 times over the last six months where I would yell, let the kids play, let them play. And unfortunately, Coach Dallas Eakins just would not let the kids play. So to kind of go over this whole question, by the way, thanks, Lewis, from Beaverton, Oregon, slash Guanajuato, Mexico. Super, super cool. My stance on this is I think I like the celebrations a lot. I like the bat flipping in baseball, and I love the celebrations in hockey. Let them freaking celebrate. Let them go all out. And I'm going to relate this to hockey on this one and not so much baseball here. But as far as seeing some of these weird celebrations like players canoeing or Alexander Ovechkin just hurling himself on the glass or what other whatever other combinations of celebrations we have, I love it all. It's, it shouldn't be just a gentleman's, you know, like just kind of pump your fist, whatever, or like hug your teammates. No, I want to see some of the more bizarre celebrations. I want to see some football-esque touchdown dance kind of moves. I want to see more of the canoeing, more of the sideshow, more of the stuff like Yarmer Yager saluting the fans. You know, I mean, there's plenty of players in the NHL that just selly and selly hard. And I love each and every bit of it. I could I could see more of that for all I care. I mean, look at some of the other celebrations. You have players that have their hands over their ear as if to say, yeah, can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? I love those celebrations. I think those are some of the best ones. Tamu Solani. I'm going to bring up Tamu Solani here. You know, firing his glove with the stick as if he was shooting it down like a duck. That was really cool. I want to see more stuff like that. Shoot the gloves in midair. Let's see all of that. How about, oh, I don't know. I mean, I mentioned Yarmar Yager. That was a really fun one. How about Scott Hartnell? The score and then the fight. I thought that was one of my favorite ones where he just scored and then automatically got in a really awesome fight. You know, Bobby Orr flying in the air. That one is just classic. That's still one of my favorite ones. And then, of course, Theo Fleury, the overtime game winner against the Oilers for the Calgary Flames. That was just an amazing moment where Theo Fleury pretty much just went down on the ice and completely lost it at Northlands Coliseum. And by the way, Neil Yakupov also did kind of the same thing. And then Tiger Williams riding his stick like a horse. How can you not love that? Seriously, how can you not love that? I mean, my favorite one is still Tamu Solani. Again, former Duck, one of my favorite players of all time. But I I remember that one specifically just because of how cool I thought it was that Tamu Solani shot down his glove with his stick. So yeah, 
let's see more of that. None, none of this. Oh, let's have this politically correct. No, not no, none of that. Let the kids play. Let let them go to town. Let them celebrate. I want more of that. I feel like we don't have enough of that. If you're going to go to your deal with ESPN slash Turner Sports and you want to sell the sport, make as wacky a celebration as you can, even if your opponents don't like it. Who cares? Make it fun. Make it awesome. And that's kind of my long-winded answer to that question. I'm definitely not one of those get-off-my-lawn kind of people. No, I'm one of those that says, just let it loose. Let it all hang out. All right, we're going to head into the first intermission. But first, let's talk about rockauto.com, which has all the parts your car will ever need. If you are like me and you drive a Toyota and you probably need some new wipers, there's no rain right now. But if your wipers are starting to flap a little bit or if you haven't changed them in about three years, maybe it's time to head over to rockauto.com and maybe change your wipers or buy some other parts that you might need. Why pay full price when you could pay half of that at rockauto.com? In the how did you hear about us box, tell them Locked On Ducks sent you. Once again, that's rockauto.com. All the parts your car will ever need. Rock Auto. Yeah. All right. Coming up after the first intermission, we have another question on the mailbag. Stay locked in. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You are locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez, and we are going to open up the mailbag once again. I had a little fun with that first question. So this second question, kind of kind of a question, comes from James, and he asked this a while ago, so I thought I would answer it now. I'd kind of been holding off on answering questions, kind of leaving it on the back burner for now. Because we've been busy with draft coverage, with free agency, with the expansion draft. It's all been busy. So this one kind of fell to the wayside. But I thought I'd answer it anyway because why not? So he asks, what game or games are you looking forward to the most this coming season? Okay, so I do want to answer this. I was going to leave this as kind of a shorter question. But I haven't talked about the schedule at all since it's come out. Uh, The schedule came out, I want to say, 10 days ago. And the way the Ducks did it, they're a social media person, is a complete genius. They had a little video that that was out. It showed some stock footage, and at the same time, just in simple impact font, calling the Vegas Golden Knights dorks. My favorite part, though, was the leaf blower joke, because the Ducks want to remind you that the Toronto Maple Leafs blew a 3-1 lead to the Montreal Canadiens. Bravo, Anaheim. Bravo at Ducks. Or at Anaheim Ducks. Yeah, bravo to that. So, the schedule this season, what the NHL did do, or did try to keep, was the back-to-backs that some players and some fans really liked last season. So they're trying to keep that as much as possible. We know what's going to be difficult because... Most Eastern Conference teams are coming in once. And as far as the West Coast teams go, you have to decide which team is going to fall under that two-game stretch. And for the Ducks and the Dallas Stars, 
that falls March 29th and March 31st at the Ponza. That is the two-game set between the Ducks and the Stars. Yeah, looking forward to that one. Uh, A couple of aspects about this schedule before I go into the games that I'm looking forward to. So the All-Star break is going to be February 4th and 5th. The All-Star game is going to be taking place in Las Vegas. How about that? So Viva Las Vegas for the All-Star break. And then the Olympic break takes place February February 7th through the 22nd. So there will be no NHL going on. This show will still be going on around that time because, hey, there's still AHL hockey. I haven't talked about the AHL schedule at all. Uh, That's going to be starting up around the same time as the National Hockey League. Their All-Star break is going to be the same time as the NHL All-Star break. For the AHL, the All-Star game will be in Laval. As far as the games after Laval, there's a plethora of good games. you got the Barracuda coming to San Diego. Then they go back to San Jose for kind of a long back-to-back. Then Rain versus Goals, once again, later that month. That's a back-to-back. That's a home-and-home, actually. One game in San Diego, the other game in Ontario. So that's a nice little back-to-back to have. But going back to the NHL, there's a few games that I'm looking forward to. First, I'm looking forward to when the Seattle Kraken make their first trip to the Ponda. And we are a long ways away from that. It's going to be December 15th. That is the first time that the Seattle Kraken are coming to Anaheim. Once again, mark your calendars Wednesday, December 15th. The second time is Friday, March 25th. I am looking forward to those two games just for the sake of having some new blood in the NHL. Uh, Some other games that I am looking forward to. I'm obviously looking forward to Tampa Bay coming to town. Corey Perry's going to come back once again. And I know the fans will be cheering because Corey Perry is still liked around here in Anaheim. So why not? Why not cheer for Corey Perry once again when the Tampa Bay Lightning, the defending back-to-back champions, come to town Friday, January 21st. And that is their game before a long, long road trip. So that'll be fun. Then we're going to have a couple of ducks coming back. Andra Kasha and Nick Ritchie. Okay, so where's Kasha and Ritchie at these days? They're in Toronto. Oh boy. So not only is it the team that blew a 3-1 lead, but that is where Nick Ritchie and Andra Kasha are currently at. Toronto comes to town Sunday, November 28th. That is Thanksgiving weekend at the Ponda. That's going to be a fun game, not going to lie. So that's November 28th. Obviously, I always, always look forward to opening night. This season, it is against the Winnipeg Jets. That is Thursday, October 14th. The following night, they play the Minnesota Wild. That'll be a fun one. And I would be, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the Kings-Ducks games. I always look forward to those games no matter what. Uh, There's going to be some games late in the season. But the first time they play each other... At home is going to be February 25th at the Ponds. The first time they meet at Staples Center is going to be Tuesday, November 30th. So right after Thanksgiving. And then a home and home, April 19th at the Ponda, April 23rd at Staples Center. I am looking forward to both to all four of those games because why the heck not? And let me choose a couple other games just for the sake of choosing a couple other games. I always look forward to 
having Boston come to town. I, I just like it when Boston comes to town. I have a lot of Bruins friends that like going to those games. That's Tuesday, March 1st. We always have a good time. So there's that. And kind of curiously, I really want to see Colorado. I want to see how they look in person now that they have you know, their updated roster. I just want to see how they do against Anaheim. Anaheim does play Colorado tough. You know, they don't fold over like they do with Vegas. I mean, I would love it if the Ducks just beat Vegas every game this season. I know that's realistically not going to happen. But I just think it'd be cool. It'd be really cool. So those are the games that I'm looking forward to the most this season. All right, we're going to keep that, this segment rather short, and we're going to head into the second intermission. But first, let's talk about Built Bar, the best-tasting protein bar in the land. They got nine great flavors, including Cherry Barcia Double Chocolate, among others. They're packed with only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and they contain 17 grams of delicious protein. They taste good. They are healthy for you. They taste like a candy bar. So head over to Built.com right now. Use promo code LOCKED15 to get a 15% discount on your next order of Built Bar. The best tasting protein bar ever. Alright, we're going to wrap up after the second intermission. And we'll talk a little bit. Stay locked in. Welcome back to the 378th episode of Locked on Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. You're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez. And as I mentioned, this is the 378th show. This is not the final show of Locked on Ducks. I'll just be taking a break for a while. Uh, Before we get to all that, just want to tie a couple of loose ends. So first, I hadn't really given a grade on what I thought the draft was for this year for the Ducks. And I give the grade of a B plus. I do like the McTavish pick the more I see it. I think there were better picks out there. But I I won't hate the McTavish pick at all because he is still going to be a fantastic player for the Ducks in in the coming years. So I can't wait to see him at the Ponza. And he might play in San Diego. Who knows? So I'm okay with the draft. The latter picks, I feel like the second and third round picks were quite good. A lot of those picks were a steal, but I'm not quite sold on all the picks, especially that third pick that they had. So I give it a B plus close to an A minus close, but not quite. All right. And one more uh, just loose end. I know that I had talked about um, having some more interviews. We will have more interviews. We will have more interviews once we are back and settled Uh, the other loose end is that i'm essentially changing zip codes so i'll be changing my settings my setup will be a little bit different than it is now and the main reason i'm taking some time off well i mean there's a lot of reasons i mean that's one of them um i won't have my microphone on you know just the middle of moving stuff around it's always going to be a little bit stressful so i won't have the proper desk like the proper setup i won't have for a while And also just for personal reasons, I just absolutely need a break. I do watch other podcasts. I do listen to other podcasts. I do watch others. I know I've referenced Steve Dangle on here from time to time. And 
I related to his latest video a lot where he said he was taking a break and he needed it as much for himself as for his family. And I'm kind of in that same boat right now where I, I just need a break. I mean, I, I could feel my sanity slowly, slowly dwindling a little bit. So it, it's just time for a break. So this will be the last show for the week. I'm likely not going to do a podcast at all next week. I was talking about coming back next week. I don't think that's going to happen. Maybe I'll have a show on Friday. Maybe we'll see how I feel. But there won't be any shows for the next at least 9, 10 days. Maybe one next week. Definitely one or two the following week and then another short break after that. So this will kind of be a light summer as far as the podcast goes. Obviously, if there's some breaking news that's that happens, I'll dig up the microphone, just set it up, and do a quick two-segment, maybe like a 10 to 12-minute podcast. So that's just in case there are any major news that happens with the Anaheim Ducks. Although, let's face it, if we haven't heard any news in the past few days, what are the odds we're going to see more news from the Ducks? I mean, what other news is there? Some numbers changing across the league? Yeah, I guess that's really kind of news, but how much can I get out of that? Maybe a minute of content and that's it? I mean, numbers change all the time. Players change their numbers all the time. Pretty much every good player has had different numbers at some point. That's not really news. The other thing that I want to address right now is, yeah, I'll be taking a vacation. As you may have realized, I went off to the mid upper Midwest fairly recently. I'll be traveling once again come September. So you might be hearing some more some more crossovers in the future. I'll I'll leave it at that. Yeah, there, there will be some more crossovers once September rolls around. So there will be some content then. It, it's just time. It, it's time for a break, but don't worry, I'm not going anywhere. I will still be posting on the LO underscore ducks Twitter. I'll be posting on my personal Twitter. But I, I could feel myself just losing sanity. And I know there have been more days recently where I've just been in a mood. So the, this is this is the break. But before I officially go on break, I, I just want to thank you all. I want to thank you guys for sticking through, sticking by, and listening. I, I can't tell you enough how much I appreciate all the fans out there. All the fans that have given me endless support, all the fans that have asked questions for those of you that asked questions on the past mailbags, those of you that asked questions for the interview with Andy Sutton from Verbro Hockey, those of you that asked questions from previous interviews. Again, you guys are all awesome. I would say about 99% of you guys are really awesome that have written in, that have left good comments. Those of you that have come on the on what was then known as the locker room, now known as the Spotify green room. I'll still pop up on the green room from time to time. I know I didn't last week. I'll try to pop in this week. So we'll, we'll see how I feel in regards to the green room later this week. So I'll still pop in once in a while. You might see it. You might not. Who knows? But I mean, I'm not going anywhere. Just needing a break. So this will be the 378th official episode of Locked on Ducks, not counting bonus episodes. I mean, I'm almost at 400 all told, but officially 378. The next one will be 379, inching closer to 400 episodes. And the sad part is 
only about 120 of those actually have to do with Ducks hockey. There was a lot of off-season content. There was a lot of playoff content. A lot of goals content because the goals are more exciting than the Ducks right now. Let's face it. So uh, that's what's going on for now. But just for the last time, thank you all for listening. I, I just appreciate you all. Thank you. All right. Um, yeah, good show. Good show. That's going to do it for today. That's going to do it for the week. Thank you all. You could hear any of the previous podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or Odyssey. And please check out some of the previous episodes. I'm really proud of some of them. I did a whole draft breakdown on each and every pick. I did a long breakdown on the number three pick, Mason McTavish. Did a pretty decent breakdown of the last five players. Did a pretty good breakdown on Sasha Pasadov. That one's not bad. So just check out the breakdowns where we meet some of the future Ducks. I did a whole podcast regarding the expansion draft. So that was a pretty fun one. Talked about free agency. There's a lot of good interviews from the past. Like I said, the recent one with Andy Sutton. That one I'm very proud of because he talks about life after hockey. And I feel like a lot of people should listen to that episode. So if you haven't yet, listen to the interview with Andy Sutton. It's a good one. All right. Uh, You can follow me on Twitter at StimpyJD. You could follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks. Once again, thank you all so much for listening. I'll still be around if you want to leave me a tweet or if you want to leave me an email at LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. Please do so. I always look forward to reading the emails. So thank you all For, for the 378th time for Locked On Anaheim Ducks. I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the week. Have a great day. Please be kind to one another and ducks fly together. Fare thee well. <laughs>